Hello, cool girls. Welcome back. So this week's episode is about finding your career. Are you in the career you want to be in or are you still looking for it? I think everyone is. Yeah, I think I don't think anyone's there yet. And we're going to get into that. We're definitely (laughs) going to get into that. But right now we'll get into our recs for the week really quick. So Jordan, you want to share your rec? Yes. So my rec for this week is called The Rocket Years. It's a book by Elizabeth Segrin. It's actually a book that Maddie has recommended before in the newsletter. So now you heard it from both of us. Just go out and buy it. It's so good. And specifically for this episode, I thought it was a good rec because it gives you perspective on these years and has great advice on work-life balance, taking a step back and seeing the bigger picture. So I think whenever I maybe get a little anxious or a little worked up about work or my career, where I want to be, my goals, I just think this book really makes you take a step back and see the bigger picture of this time in your life and how to enjoy it and and have that balance. Yeah, I completely agree. My mom gave me that book, so thanks, mom. It's so good. (laughs) So my rec for the week is actually a YouTuber. If you guys haven't noticed, I'm like obsessed with YouTubers lately. Like I've been recommending so many YouTube channels in the newsletter, but I don't know. I feel like sometimes I just kind of go down this YouTube rabbit hole And I recently found Lynette Adkins on YouTube and she is really focused a lot on growing on social, like tips for growing on your social media and YouTube channel, but also on fashion. And then she also kind of sprinkles in a little like relatable life content. So the video that I'm recommending you guys watch is called I Don't Have a Dream Job. It's very focused on this episode we're about to go into, just not really knowing what you want to do and Once you get into your first job, she kind of talks about how she's really grateful for having a job and the money to afford the life she wants, but she was also at this point where she's really not feeling energized about work, and I think we can kind of all relate to this at one point, how you kind of feel like on your weekends, you're just relaxing and recharging to go into the next work Mm -hmm. week, like you just have the two days to kind of do nothing and then, yeah, exactly. She also kind of talks about how we've normalized anxiety and depression that comes with being overworked and like this overproductive culture. So I think it's a really good video to watch. And it's just, it kind of gave me a new perspective and it really helped me understand why I wasn't really feeling fulfilled in my first job. And I thought it was really good. And I think she does a really good job at relating to people because it's a really relatable thing. Like when you first start your job, you're not, you're not really going to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I feel like you have, yes, happy. (laughs) I feel like you have very high expectations when you're going into your first job. So I think she does a good job at explaining like why that is and what you can do to kind of find your passion and eventually monetize that, which is what she did. So yeah, I think it's a really good video to watch. She's a great YouTuber. So she's probably not the last YouTuber that I'll recommend, guys. Sorry. And those are our recs for the week, so we will get into today's episode on finding your career after college. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Cool Girls Only podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about finding the right career after college. Hot topic. Such a hot topic. I'm excited for this episode. Me too, because honestly, I could talk about this all day. Let's get into our experience. So like after college, 
we both started in New York. How do we feel? Do we feel like this is it? <laughs> um, no, I don't feel like this is it. I don't feel like I have completely found my career path right out of college. I don't know if anyone does. I think that there are three different scenarios that happen to people after college looking for your first job. I think you're the first one. I think that's you know what you want. You've wanted it for a long time. You've worked for it and you get it. I think the second is what I've experienced, which is I'm not really sure what I want. You know, I, I know I want to work full time. I know kind of the industry, but I'm not sure on the company or the exact role. I'm kind of just going into it blind and I got a job and, you know, I like it. It's not what I thought it was going to be, but it's not bad. I think the third scenario is you don't really know what you want or you do and you don't get either of those things. You're in a role that doesn't make you happy. You're not fulfilled like in any way and you want to leave. So I think like you and I are on the lucky side of this. And I know people, we both know people that are in roles that they really, really hate um, and at companies that they hate. So that's super unfortunate. And I think it's very, very common. I think we're lucky to have gotten kind of in a good career path, even if I didn't expect it to be this way. And you're like made a dream board. Like you like manifested your current role. You know what I mean? Like you knew exactly what you wanted. You worked for it. You got it. But the thing is, I thought I knew what I wanted. The thing is in college, it's like, you don't know what you want. You think you know what you want, but until you get into the role and like actually start doing it, it's like, you don't really know what the job is. You just kind of glamorize it and think, oh, I'm going to be working in fashion or, oh, I want to work at this big tech company. I don't know. Like you, you can see it from the outside, but of course, once you get to the inside, it's yeah, completely always different. different. Yeah. So I think, yes, I did. I did really work hard to get to where I am. And I think that's always something, you know, in college that you can do to prepare. You can join the right clubs, take the right classes, make the right connections, and you can really get to where you want to go. At the end of the day, is this the career that you want to do for the rest of your life? That's that's kind of where I, you know, started thinking when I start when I got into my first role because I actually recently quit my job. Very excited, very excited, and that will be a separate episode because I just haven't really been happy at the company that I've been at for a while. And it was the first company I was at out of college. And so I'm like, okay, this is it. Like this is working life. Like I don't really like this. <laughs> like I don't I don't like this. I'm not even gonna lie. And like, I don't know. I think if I would have gone into it with a more positive mindset, it would have been better. So like going back, if I maybe shifted my mindset a little, it would have been better for me. But it wasn't really what I expected. And I think that happens to a lot of people. It's like you think you want something and then you actually get there and you're like, okay, no. Because I had so many conversations with my friends when we first moved to the city and we, you know, we're all starting our jobs and you kind of talk, like not even friends either. It's like I'm talking to my friends and then their friends and then other people I meet. And everyone is so open about hating their jobs. Like, yeah. <laughs> everyone is so open about just saying, like, I fucking hate my job. Yeah. I like, agree, yeah. Well, your first job, it's your first job, first of all. So No one likes their first job out of college. That's just, like, something we need to, a blanket statement that needs to be, like, agreed upon because 
99% of people that I've spoken to don't love their first job out of college. I don't really know if anyone loves their first job out of college. No. It's very rare. So don't expect it. Yeah, I think that's big. Because yes, I feel like I expected... I, I don't know what I expected, but I expected something different than what I got. Like, just, I thought I would enjoy it. I thought it would be much different, but it just wasn't what I expected. And I think that can really, obviously, impact the way you feel about your job and the hopes that you had for it. And it can kind of give you... I don't know, like a quarter life crisis, honestly. Like, is this the right path? Or like, did I make the right decision here? Honestly, like why everyone hates their first job, you truly just don't know what you want. I think I think a lot of people coming out of college just don't really know what they want. So it really takes a first job to kind of give you the experience of like, okay, I like this or I don't, or like I'm seeing other roles within this company okay, maybe I can try this or talking to friends or talking to people that you meet and seeing what they're doing and just getting perspectives because there's a lot out there. There's a lot out there that you can do. It's just a matter of figuring out what it is. Yeah, and I think we were both lucky to have internships in college that would help us kind of figure this out. And I was lucky enough. So I had two internships. Both were extremely different. So one was for a large corporate CPG company, and the other one was for a two-year-old startup company, like completely different industries, different types of jobs. Like the startup had so much more flexibility, and I could work on projects I really wanted to push for the business. And the corporate one was very structured, and you have to do this, and this is your task, and these are the key objectives. You know what I mean? All the corporate stuff that you just have to do when you're a part of that type of company, but... I was lucky enough to have two different types of internships. And I think like anyone who's listening to this still in college, 100% like diversify. Try not to work for the same company for two summers. Like it's not going to really help you later on. And I think it's so important to have different experiences while it's so short term like that. I think sometimes when you're in the moment, you're like, oh, this is only an internship and I want to work here full time and I'm ready to commit. It's like shop around a bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> kind of experience other things to get perspective on, even if it's not the exact role, the type of company, how large is it? What kind of management style do you like? I think there's so many questions you can kind of start figuring out, even if you don't like the role you're in. Yeah, I had the same experience because I also had very different internships. I had one at a really large automotive company in supply chain. And then I had one at a fashion company in like digital e-commerce. It was completely different. Very different. I mean, both very big companies. So I didn't get that startup experience, which honestly, I wish I did. I wish I've had startup experience because... I love it. Yeah. I just absolutely loved it. I, I don't think I'm a corporate girl. I feel like in the future, I see myself... Either like doing my own thing or like at a startup or just a smaller company. I think I would very think different. you would. Yeah, I think you would do better at a smaller company because you're so creative. And I think like you really have good ideas and great opinions on, you know, what where the business should take itself. And it's so hard to yeah. move that you stuff at a corporate it. company. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. so much structure. There's stability, usually a higher paycheck. The cons for me outweigh those pros yes. for corporate life. Agreed. I love being in an environment, 
like I work at a tech startup right now and it's growing really rapidly. Like we have 50 employees now, but it's still like so nice because if you have an idea, they really encourage employees to like speak up and change the business and like get better. And those things don't take years to do. But at a corporate company, like as you know, change is so difficult. So if you really are like passionate and you feel strongly about things like Sometimes being at a corporate company can feel kind of like restraining in a way. Extremely. Yeah. Like you can't make a change. It's completely. It's it's out of your hands. Out of. Yes. It's completely out of your hands. One thing I would say about corporate versus startup, there's a lot that goes into making decisions. Like there's a lot of input needed. You can't just make a decision. It's like a lot of people need to approve. There's a lot of red tape. Yeah. So much. So So, many hoops to jump through. Exactly. So that's like one of the things that I really don't like about it, obviously. And that's just the way it is. And that's how so many companies are. It's you're just an employee there and you don't really have a say and you can kind of work your way up, but there's a lot of politics that go into that, which I learned. And like things that college doesn't really prepare you for is I would say like the corporate workplace. It's like the politics and just the life in a corporate company. I think one of the biggest things that business school teaches us and has taught me that I didn't really listen to at the time was connections. So if you're in this huge company, it's kind of hard to find your place. So I think reaching out to people that you maybe admire their role or could see yourself in their role or reaching out to people in different departments, different areas that you're interested in is huge because connections at the end of the day matter. And that's like the biggest thing that's either going to get you, you know, a new role within that company, or if they leave the company and go somewhere else, they can help you go to the company they went to, or everyone has connections and anyone could potentially help you out in the future. And I know that they stress this so much in college and I just didn't really, I didn't really listen. So do you feel like you're on the right path career-wise? I think that I am, and I didn't realize I was until recently. So, and I'm sure a lot of people feel that way. Um, But when I graduated from college, I had two internships under my belt, both from different types of companies doing different roles. So when I came to New York City and I was looking for work here, um, I was really casting a wide net. Obviously, I moved during a pandemic. I didn't have a job. I just had finished my master's. And so like, I was very open to working wherever. If you just graduated from college, don't pinpoint exactly what you want and only go for that. Because I think I'm a perfect example of someone who didn't do that and I ended up really liking what I'm doing so I originally thought I would end up in like a media agency role or a very traditional marketing role at a company a startup or corporate whatever it might be and I ended up working at a tech startup in an industry I wouldn't have expected at all and in a role I wouldn't have expected so I'm an analyst right now and I'm working a lot in like data and customer analytics and Excel. And those are things I never thought I'd be doing, but I've gained a skill set that I can see now is so, so valuable and that I could draw on in my future that I never really would have had otherwise. So I think in the beginning, I didn't love my role and I really wasn't super happy sitting in Excel all day. 
But now, you know, I've been promoted in under less than a year and I'm getting to move into more traditional marketing at this tech startup. The long and short of it is that I didn't expect to be where I am today when I first graduated college. And I'm happy that I took the route I did, even though I had not planned for any of this and it was all random. You shot your shot. I shot my shot and I wasn't super happy at first, but... Now, looking back on it, I'm so happy that I started in a role I never would have picked, but it's helped me a lot, and I can see that in the future it will help me even more. Amazing. So proud of you on that promotion. Look at you, less than a year. Yeah, when we first met, I was not having a good time. I was really struggling. Yeah. But look at you now. I think I might be on the path that I want to be career-wise. I really don't know. I feel like I'm getting there. As mentioned, I recently quit my first job. So that's like a step in the right direction. Um, but I really feel like I need to try something new. And also mentioned that I kind of want to do something a little more creative in the future. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I think I just need a little more experience. So this new job is actually just a really, really good company, a really good opportunity Um, and I just, I think it's going to be good for me and also starting out on a positive note. Like I said, I don't think I started my first job out with a positive mindset. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like I was just negative from the first day. I was like, I hate this. Yeah. And I I think it impacted everything. Like I, and I did well and I'm, I feel like I did really well in my job and I kind of moved to different teams and I got different experiences, which was great. And I met really great people. Like I've worked with some really, really great people and that's really made my job enjoyable. But like I said, I, I think starting out with a negative mindset from the beginning just kind of set me up for hating it. So was it like day one, I'm doing things I didn't think I'd be doing. So I'm sour. My really good friend and I came into the first day. We started together on the, you know, on the same day. And it was this program that kind of helped you transition from college to working life, I guess. So they had this little program and it was like eight weeks or something. So it would be kind of a mixture of like classroom setting and then you would go into like your work setting. And I don't know what it was, but we left that first day and we went to West Village that day and like got drinks and we were just walking around and we were talking about it and we were like, I I don't like this. <laughs> like this is not gonna be good. And we both have we both talked about this. I talked about this with her actually the other day and I was saying like I think if I started off maybe just being a little more open minded, it would have been better. But honestly I think I needed to quit and I needed to like push myself to like get something different and get a different experience. So I'm going into this with a completely open mind, completely open mind, positive. I think you're right though. It definitely, it, it changes your, it changes your work life so much when you shift your mindset like that and you try to become more positive about the work you're doing. And I think it is completely related to like your work isn't your life. Like your career is not your entire life. And this is from people who we are both obsessed with our career. Yeah. (laughs) Like we are both very driven people who want things and we work really hard for them. And we've both done well for ourselves. But I think even with that all being said, it's not your life. Never. It's not your life. But it consume you to that point. Right. But it's also not your identity. 
Like, I think we like to identify with our career. Like, I don't know, as an overall aesthetic of your life, like everything needs to like be what you had envisioned. And if it's not what you envisioned, everything kind of feels off balance or like you feel like you don't maybe have purpose at work or I don't know. I I feel like that's something that was also a struggle that I had. Yes. So that's another thing to think about. Like, it's not your identity and especially your first job. Like, you're not oh going to find your it's dream not gonna job. Be, it's not going to no. be what you think it is. It never is. And that's no. okay. No, it's definitely okay. Yeah. So going around this whole, I don't even know these thoughts I'm spewing right now, but the question at hand was, do you feel like you're right, on the right path career-wise? And I don't know is the answer. <laughs> but I feel like you are. I, I feel like... I feel like everything happens for a reason. I truly do. So you are in the job you're in right now for a reason to meet the person that's going to give you your next big break or to build the skills you need for your next role or something. Like there is a reason you are where you are. So I've tried to look at it like that now and I feel like it's just so true. Something else that I've learned from being in my job is if your career isn't giving you what you want, maybe you need a creative outlet. You need to create it for yourself. And that's kind of what I did when I started this newsletter because I, well, first of all, I was furloughed, so I didn't have a job. It was just like I needed something. Um, So I started that, but I continued to do it when I got, you know, my job back because I just needed something as a creative outlet on the side because I was not getting that in my career. So I think create something for yourself because that can be a path forward for you in another direction. Like you can kind of create your own path. If you don't feel like you're on the right path career wise and you don't know what that path looks like, create it for yourself, honestly. Yeah, I agree. I think like it's so important to try and do things that fulfill you outside of work so you don't feel completely consumed by your career. You know what I mean? I think like it's one aspect of your life and you should never be so consumed that if one thing goes wrong or you have one bad day or you get furloughed or fired, you're not, your life isn't over. You know what I mean? Like there should be a balance going on between all these things in our life so that you have other things that fulfill you outside of your job. So I think like it's a balancing act and it's so important to not put so much pressure on like a 20 year old out of college to try and figure this out. Um, because no one has it figured out. If I could tell anything to my 20 year old self, I would say it's going to be okay. It's gonna be okay. There's so much pressure on finding the right career and the right path and the right job. And are you going to move, which city are you going to move to? And, you know, a lot of our friends moved to Chicago and got jobs out there. And I just think it's so important to take a step back and like take a deep breath and realize everything's going to be fine. If you've put in that base work of showing up to your classes and maybe doing some extracurriculars, interning, working, you know, if you, I actually interviewed this guy recently. Um, He was an amazing candidate and on his resume, he had that he worked at a sandwich shop and he made an Excel spreadsheet figuring out demand of bread. And he helped like reduce like bread waste at this like sandwich shop at his university. And I'm like, that is fucking cool. That's so good. Like I love Like, you don't need to have some big, fancy corporate 
job experience to be a valuable employee and to get hired and to go down a great career path. Like there is this misconception that you have to have a Macy's or Unilever, JP Morgan. Like, no, you don't need to to have those things to stand out and to like move forward in your career. So I think it's, it's so important to just take a deep breath and like keep working hard, keep your head up and you know, you'll be fine. Yeah, I agree. You don't need that on your resume to excel. One of the biggest things that I have learned too is you are the biggest advocate for yourself in your career. No one else is going to yes. do the work and no this one else is, so is going important. to grow your career for you because I don't know. I feel like it's very competitive once you get into your first job. Like everyone wants to get that promotion. Everyone wants to get that raise. Like no one's going to do it for you. No one's going to give it to you. You have to earn it. And I I would say this is one of the biggest things I've learned. Like if you want to make moves, you need to make moves and stop waiting for something better or stop waiting for something to just fall into your lap because it's not. 100%. I could not agree more. It's never going to manifest on its own. No. Like, it, like you need to do the work yeah. in the background and then it'll happen. Right. Yeah. 100%. Opportunities don't fall from the sky. Absolutely not. Right. And if they do, it's because you've done something to get to the point you're at to accept that opportunity or be available or, you know, like it's never going to be something that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the way that I got this most recent job offer kind of felt like it fell out of the sky. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. But then when I think about it, I have gone through so many interviews with so many companies, so many rejections, just constant rejection. Well, and and you got this job from networking. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it all kind of worked out. I went through a lot of Uh, rejection to get to this point. So I was like, okay, I guess I did work to get here. (laughs) Like I was like, wow, this is too good to be true. And then I'm like, no, I'm finally getting what I've been wanting. Yeah. So that's kind of how I've been thinking about it. It goes hand in hand with raising your hand and asking for the things that you want. Uh, Because again, like no one is going to come to you and say, hey, do you want 10 grand more in your salary? That doesn't happen. Right. You have to ask for these things, you know, or, hey, do you want this promotion? Like, yes. Sometimes at big corporate companies, they have technical times of year where they promote or where, you know, raises are given. But outside of those 30 or so companies that have these crazy structured promotion systems, a lot of times the the career path you're in and the the decisions that you make are choices you are making they're things that you are making happen and not things that just come up so I think like raising your hand I think both of us are very much so like the type of people to say I think you should do this I want to do this you kind of inspired me to do that honestly because you you have no problem asking for what you want yeah I just think no one does no like, one does. And That's I'm fine so with being the guinea pig because <laughs> like something that I learned like really early on in college that, you know, made me the person I am today is the worst thing someone can say to you is no. Mm-hmm. And like, if you think something is a good idea, put it out there. If someone else shuts it down, maybe it's not a good idea. Rethink it. Or maybe you're not talking to the right person. 
put yourself out there. I think you will thrive. I think a lot of people have skill sets that we kind of bury and we don't really let like flourish. And so if you are good at something or you think you might be good at it, put yourself out there. Ask to do more of that at work. Ask to be on projects. Like if you don't raise your hand again, no one's going to come to you and say, hey, I think you might have this skill set. Want to be on this project? Don't wait for that to happen. Do it yourself. Okay, so something that I think we should talk about is how do you get your first job out of college and like what advice do you think people should consider when they're graduating college and they're trying to get their first job? Yes, so one of the things I have already talked about a lot in this episode is connections. And we also just talked about asking for what you want. So honestly, like I, the way that I got my job was through LinkedIn. Seriously, like I scoured LinkedIn. I would look for, you know, recruiters at companies that I wanted to work at, maybe ones that didn't recruit at our college because I wanted to find different opportunities out there. And I really wanted to move to New York. That was my one thing that was like a non-negotiable. So looking for companies in New York and the company that I ended up working for was kind of a goal that I had freshman year. So they didn't really recruit at MSU. So I didn't really have an in. So I would go on LinkedIn and I would find all of the recruiters. And honestly, like it's such a good resource just for that. I mean, for many purposes, but for the connection purpose and getting opportunities, that's what I used it for. And I reached out to, I don't even know how many recruiters, 10 probably. And I heard back from one and that's all it took. One, he got back to me and he, you know, I had applied to the internship and he put my resume through and I somehow got the internship, which then led to a full-time offer. So I would say connections are the most important. Like obviously, yes, focus on your schoolwork and make sure everything is, (laughs) your GPA is good. But At the end of the day, like your communication skills and connections are really, really going to be what matters at the end of the day. So when you're building relationships at that point in your life, keep them. 100% LinkedIn should sponsor this podcast. Please reach out to us. I talk about LinkedIn so often. (laughs) We both do. Well, we both got jobs from LinkedIn. I think at this point I hate LinkedIn because I have spent so much time on it just trying to find a new job. So I'm not trying to go on LinkedIn. Looking for work, you are just sitting on LinkedIn refreshing over and over LinkedIn, there's good things and there's bad things. Like, God, the posts are so cringy sometimes. Like, who posts on LinkedIn? Like, these (laughs) crazy, like, okay, sometimes people will post, like, I got a job at Amazon. Like, congrats. It has, like, 100,000 likes. I'm like, who are you? (laughs) I literally can't. I cannot. Influencers. I cannot handle, like, we always joke. Caleb and I always joke about, like, those posts on LinkedIn. And it'll be, like... I was on my way to the interview and I saw a dog and I resuscitated the dog and missed the interview. I showed up to the interview the next day. The dog was interviewing me. (laughs) Like, I am the dog. It's these crazy, like, ridiculous stories. Like, who are you? What are you talking about? Who are these people? I don't know. That's the one thing about LinkedIn I cannot stand. So, whatever. Sorry, LinkedIn, if you're listening. God. We have a love-hate relationship with LinkedIn. I think everyone does. Um, One thing I was also going to add to this. So like if you are 
ending school right now and you're looking for a full-time job or maybe you've been working for a year or two and you're looking to make a move, I think it's really important to figure out when to apply. So a lot of jobs have seasonality, like when they hire new employees, especially entry level, um, like analyst roles, or if you're in a graduate program, these things have cycles to them. They're not just open year round. So like do your research. And if you do want to work in a certain industry, like if you want to work in finance and at a huge bank, they only hire at certain times and they usually like really far in advance versus PR advertising, they're not going to hire you until a month before you can start. So there's no point in like looking (laughs) until then really. Um, At least that was my experience and a lot of my friends' experiences. But yeah, I think know the seasonality behind when you want to apply to a job and like when do they hire. I know like you worked for a company that did like layoffs every year at a certain time. And so like know when these times are so that you can just be a little smarter about your application. But I also think like Don't be too picky. I feel very strong about this, mostly because I am happy with where I am and I'm happy because I wasn't picky. So I think... It's your first job. Yeah, be open. You know, don't only look for one specific role or one specific type of company. Be open to the opportunities because at the end of the day, like learning what you don't want to do is just as valuable, if not more at this point in your life than knowing exactly what you want to do. Because like you said, you're going to end up on day one and you'll leave and think, damn, this isn't what I thought it would be, you know? So Mm -hmm. like you said, open, positive mindset, stay open to new opportunities, even if you didn't really see yourself there and just like network, obviously LinkedIn couldn't be more (laughs) pivotal in this point in your life. (laughs) Yeah. So yes, don't be picky with your first job, but I feel like for your second job, you can definitely be picky and go somewhere that you are valued because I've found that like at the company that I was previously at, they just didn't really value their employees or like when people would ask for raises, no one would get it. And it's like, okay, but you're telling me I'm valuable, but you're not giving me what I want. You're not showing me. You're telling me, but you're not showing me. So I think you have the opportunity if you're going to a new company and you've kind of decided like, okay, this company isn't for me. Like I can't grow here. So let's go try something new. And you're deciding that you are interviewing them too. When you get an interview, you're interviewing them and you need to make sure before you sign the papers for an offer that this company is better than the one you were at or like the culture is different. So I think that's a huge thing. Like you can be picky when it comes to like growing your career and going somewhere new and finding new opportunities for yourself because you want to go somewhere that's going to give you what you want. Mm -hmm. Okay. So last question, does it matter if you don't like your first job? Well, like I mentioned, I feel like no one likes their first job. So I, I, I don't think it matters. Like I think it is a good thing. If you can identify if you like it or don't like it, it's always going to help you find something different or like put you on a new path. You're not going to know if you don't like something until you do it is what I've learned like through the internships I've had and like they were both so different and I knew that I didn't like one. So I went with another one the next summer and then that's what I (laughs) went into as my career. So If you don't do something, you're literally not going to know. And from there, you can always do something different. It is not 
set in stone. Like, this is not your life. Like, you can literally do anything you want. You can go to a different company. You can go back to school. You can go get a different degree. Like, you can really... We're young. We're in our 20s, and we are in the beginning of our careers. So I would just say to anyone who's struggling out there and like feels like they don't know what they're doing with their life because trust me, I feel like that very often and I may seem like I have my shit together, but all of us have the same feelings. Trust me, like not really knowing what you're doing with your life is a constant theme in my life. I'm, I feel like every other day I don't know what I'm doing. So it's okay. Like you can always try something new. You can always start something for yourself. You can always learn from where you're at. So I think, no, it doesn't really matter if you don't like your first job because it's going to help you either way. Yeah, I agree completely. I think any experience is better than nothing. Put yourself out there, be open-minded and try to stay positive. Like you said, it will completely change the experience you have. And I think there is a difference between hating your job and not being valued at all and just not enjoying it. And I think Mm -hmm. both of us have experienced being in roles that we don't really enjoy, but we still, you know, we were paid what we should be paid and we were given good hours and we had management and, and we were developing our career. So it's not to say like, if you're in a horrible situation, don't leave. It is to say, stay open and positive and no one loves their first job. So yeah. get it through your mind. We're here to reassure you. No yes. one loves it. Get it through your mind that it is a stepping stone. And I think most people, like if you ask a 40-year-old on the street, like, are you what you wanted to be when you grow up? And I bet you 99% would say no. Like <laughs> I've done something completely different. And I think a lot of people, like you're okay with that. So I think definitely my experience has been be open and be positive and take it one day at a time because it's a stepping stone to the next thing. And that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to our episode on finding the right career after college. If you're enjoying the cool girls only podcast or have any feedback, please let us know. Send us a DM on Instagram at coolgirlnews or send us an email to hello at coolgirlnews.com. All of our info is linked in the show notes. Also, if you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much, and we'll be back next week with another episode. 